Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Are you ready for some straightforward dating advice for Christians? Then I'm going to give you some real tips that does not include you going to Bible study or going to see your pastor for the first date. I know we love the Lord, but I also understand that you want a date, and I'm also sure that every date does not need to be a Holy Ghost revival. But with that being said, you still have to maintain your Christian values and not let all of your godly morals go out the window never to be seen or heard from again. Dating while Christian is not a bad thing. I know that there is a debate whether we should do a dating or courtship, which I have a separate blog post on that you can click the link down below to read that and which one is right. Many Christians think that you should not be dating unless you intend to marry someone. I personally don't think that. From my own personal experience and the young people that I have counseled, I would say that dating has helped me in my relationship development, both good and bad. The most important dating advice for Christians that I have is that through dating, you can learn what to look for versus what you're not. And oftentimes that comes with experience, especially if you're young and don't know if you want to just settle down yet or not. As long as you keep your Christian boundaries in the dating process, there's nothing wrong with dating. Before I get into my dating advice for Christians, you can watch my video down below for additional tips on Christian dating, what to do and how to act. But tip number one, no sex, duh. If you want to date while Christian, that means no one night stands and no having sex, period. It is not me that says this, but it's God and it's works of the flesh, which you could click the link down below to read that. Because I don't want to come off as super preachy, there is a really good reason why God tells us not to have sex before marriage. Not having sex allows you to get to know the person. Having sex with someone attaches you to them and therefore you may overlook some of their flaws because you're blinded by sex. Also check out my blog on the benefits of celibacy where I talk about other benefits of not having sex. When you decide to embark upon a Christian dating relationship, then you need to not have sex no matter what your past resume is. Either you're going to choose to represent God and date God's way, or you're going to choose to do it your own way. And if you are dating and if you are asking God to bring you God's best, then why not do it God's way? And I must remind you that when you date, never think that dating means a relationship, which I have a separate blog post on where I talk more about that and you can read it down below. So many women get this twisted in their head and think that just because they are dating a man for months and months on end that they're in a relationship with them, giving up the goods, then they are shocked when he leaves. Only a relationship equals a relationship, meaning that it has to be verbalized. So when you're dating, he has not made any sort of commitment to you and is free to leave at any time. I want you to remember that. You can also watch my video down below on why having sex outside of marriage can be very destructive to you. Number two, maintain boundaries. In the end, it's your responsibility to maintain good boundaries when dating. That means not prancing around naked in front of each other, no booty calls, and not getting sloppy drunk so that your judgment is compromised. Putting yourself in those positions are causing you to more likely do non-Christian-like behavior. And only you can determine what your boundaries are. Some people have more willpower than others, but you have to set them up up front. Some people need to go on group dates to maintain boundaries or not go over each other's houses. It is up to the personal boundaries of that person, but you should know what your boundaries are and how not to cross them. And besides, if you're a Christian woman, you have to think like this. You have to represent yourself as such. 
You cannot be representing yourself as a Christian one day and the next moment you are swinging around a pole getting half drunk on a date and still expect a Christian man to see you a certain type of way. You have to be what you put out and if you're going to be a Christian woman, then be that through and through. Don't drop your boundaries and do something that will bring you out of your character as a Christian that will misrepresent who you are. You can also check out my video down below on how to maintain celibacy but still be intimate when you're dating and when you're in a relationship. Number three, watch how you dress. The third dating advice for Christian is that you have to watch how you dress. I believe in being cute and I also believe in being classy. I do not think that you need to dress like a nun, but let me be real with you. This whole I can wear my breast out, my butt out, and I have my camel toes out and no man better say nothing or look at me as just sex is misguided thinking. Of course they're going to look at you as just sex because you look like a big ball of sex. So a man will look at you as a big ball of sex. It's hard to tell people that you're Christian, that you believe in God, and that you are serious about your Christian walk when they're looking at your nipples pop out through your dress. I'm not telling you to dress overly conservative. I am telling you to respect yourself and that is reflected in the way that you present yourself. If you would not wear it in front of God, then don't wear it in front of the man that you're dating. If you are at a loss on where to start, then I have created a year-long Christian Capsule Wardrobe ebook that you can click the link down below to buy that will tell you how to make a stylist and chic and a modern wardrobe that is affordable but also appropriate. Number four, be who you say you are. I encourage you to read Proverbs 31. It speaks about the woman being of good character and tell you how a woman should act. What I cannot stand is people who say that they are Christian, but when you get to know them, their behavior is anything but. Like I said above, you cannot present yourself as Christian and then a couple of hours within the day, you are freaking heathen. Also, you cannot pretend to be holier than thou if that's not who you really are as a person. And do not pretend to be who you think a man wants you to be in order to win him over. If a man says on a date that he wants to be a missionary all his life and he wants a future wife that will travel all over the world with him to third world countries and you know that you have no interest in doing that, then don't pretend that you do. Let a man fall in love with you for you and not who you pretend to be because the real you will come out in the end. You cannot pretend forever. You can also check out my video down below on how to spot BS on a date just in case some men may be pretending with you. Number five, be equally yoked. Being equally yoked with the person you intend to marry is important. In fact, the Bible speaks specifically about this. Do not be do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what does righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness. 2 Corinthians 6.14 I have a blog on being equally yoked which you can click the link down below to read that. It does not just include religion but what someone brings to the table, their work ethic and things like that. It would not be good to date a drug dealer, even a man with no job, with no intentions of ever getting a job, because the Bible says a man who doesn't work doesn't eat, which I have a separate blog post on it. You can click the link down below to read that. When dating, you can easily eliminate people by just asking the right questions, knowing upfront what their relationship with God is and if they have one. Observe them to see if they are actually a Christian or if they're just saying that to be with you. But all of that is the bare minimum to being equally yoked. You need to also know what they're looking for in a partner. Do they see themselves settling down? What do they want in a wife and if you possess these things and vice versa? Just saying that you are a Christian and that they are a Christian does not make you both a good fit if you don't want the same things out of a relationship. So do not just think that because they are Christian that you have found the one. 
The best dating advice for Christians I can give is to dig a little deeper to ensure that you will be a good fit in each other's life and your overall purpose. So I hope that these five dating tips for Christians helped you. And don't forget to watch the videos in this post for more tips. If you know someone who may need to read this information, then go ahead and share it with them. And also don't forget to get my book specifically for Christian Single Women Fix It Jesus for Single Women Only, which you can click the link down below to buy.